All right, Romans chapter 12. I got 20 minutes, 19 minutes and 38 seconds. 37, 36, 35, okay. And do not be conformed to this world. Look at it, put it on the screen so they can see it if they ain't looking at it in their own lap. Um, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The Amplifier says by the entire renewing of your mind, changing the way you think. I no longer ask people how you're doing. I ask them how you're thinking. Hey, sweetie, how are you? Ain't seen you in a minute. It's good to see you. You look wonderful. Thanks for being here today. I, I don't ask you how you're doing. I ask you how you're thinking. Because you'll live at the level of your thinking. And, and the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Here's what I realized. A lot of our thoughts don't even belong to us. We pick them up along the way from bad teaching, from relatives that didn't mean no harm, but what they were telling us was bad. And we hold strong to things that's not producing in our life the way we want to, but we won't let them go. And I know you're holding strong to them because when you hear the truth, you push away from the truth. And no, 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 that's not, uh-uh, no, no, no. But you're going to have to buckle down and let God be true in this season of your life because you can't just learn stuff. You're going to have to unlearn some stuff first. Especially us black people, we got to unlearn a whole lot of stuff. Black and brown people, we got to unlearn a whole lot of stuff before we can even get to some real learning. Because what we're trying to learn, what we learned before is in the way. That's why we went through a whole year of detox. Well, I am learning. I know if you're learning, if you can teach it. I know you're learning if you are applying it. Don't tell me you're learning just because you sat here and took notes. I sat in a church for 17 years and about 12 of those, I didn't learn nothing. I was there. I heard the word. I sang on the team, but I wasn't learning nothing. Because you, you, you don't just learn because you're sitting there. You have to receive. The Bible talks about the posture in which we receive the word with a humbleness of heart, with the intent to do it. Are you listening to me? And, and so my, my responsibility here is to lay this out so plainly that you can go home, you can begin to have your family meetings. Now, here's the deal. I asked you the top of this year to give me your ear. Did I not? I also told you if this is not your church, then find another one. Not a bad thing, but I want you to be in a place where you can receive from the leadership, you can grow, um, you can learn, you can bear fruit, but if I'm not that guy, if she ain't that gal, then find another place, but don't sit here and waste time because if you dishonor us, you can't receive from us. And you don't go to a church because I like the music, I like my small group, I like Sister Jan. You go for the teaching and I give you pastors. The church comes with the pastor. That's why I don't ask you to join a church no more. When you got saved, you joined the church. The church of Jesus Christ. Now you're looking for a pastor that's going to help you with this walk. And we have diluted that until everybody got four pastors, three mentors, a spiritual mama, a spiritual daddy, a, a chief this. It's too much going on and you still broke. 
You got too much assistance and you still don't know the word. You still don't, un- I shouldn't say don't know it. You don't understand it. Because you can know it, but not, un- and I think the church knows more than they understand. So be ye changed by changing your mind. Go to Isaiah 55. Come on, hurry up. I got 15 minutes. You take your time. You know not when the musicians say take your time. That's, that's what's up, man. That's what's happening. That's what's up. He said, take your time. Let me see if I got some money for him. He said, take your time. Take your time, Hey, hey, give me some money. I, I, listen, I, I keep this right pocket full of money, and then I'd be out because I'm always giving it away. Give, give me like $40. I want to at least give him $100. You don't give nobody no $20. Give him 100 Who birthday Friday? Really? Well, I'm going to give you this money today. <laughs> Take this $100 in Jesus' name. Bless you, man. Love you. Love you All right. Y'all clap for him. Now everybody said, take your time, Pat. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time, Reverend. Take your time. No, no. <laughs> so take all the time you need, Reverend. Isaiah 55, look at verse number 8. Because renewing your mind means changing your thoughts. What have you been thinking? I told you on Noonday Bible study last week, most of our thoughts are automatic. We live on, on, on autopilot. We don't even think. We just live. That's why you, you feel like you're stuck because you're not thinking. You're just repeating everything. I, have, I was coming home from the gym the other day, me in London, and I says, I dropped off. Uh, we had two cars there, and I had dropped somebody off somewhere, and I says, I'm going to come back and get the car here, and then I'm going to go to Sam's Club. Well, I'm, when I'm on this particular street, I'm always in autopilot. I go straight to my house, make the right, whatever. I passed the, the, the car for them picking up. I said, oh man, I forgot to get the car. I turn back around, go get the car, and then I, 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 I'm going straight to Sam's now. But I'm so used to being on autopilot, I went back home again. I went home twice. <laughs> and I went in the house, took off my shoes and said, London, we didn't go to Sam's because we live on autopilot. Some of y'all came here this morning, you don't even know how you got here. You just turn the car on and you just drive. You just drive. You ever done that before? You end up sitting like, I wasn't, I wasn't even coming down here. I have went over there. But, but we live in such a routine. Because we're on, we're on autopilot. We're living through our subconscious mind. We don't even think about what we do. So when he says, renew your mind, change your thoughts for what thoughts? In Isaiah 55, he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. And he said, I heard this before. I'm going to repeat it till we get it. Repetition is where we need to be over and over. Stop asking me for stuff new. Somebody left our church because y'all be teaching the same thing and you still ain't got it. I've been teaching on tithe and you won't do it, but you want something new? I've been teaching on agape and honor and loving people regardless and you won't do it. You still holding unforgiveness, but you want something new? You, you, you know, you know we're, 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 we're commanded to love. I got three amens over here, two in the back. We're commanded to forgive. 
even our enemies. Now, and here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Society says, no, you don't forgive them. You match their energy. No, when you're renewing your mind, you exchange that thought for his thought. His thought says, no, love them. But they cussed me out. Love them. But they left me. Love them. But they, they betrayed me. Love them. And some of us have not renewed our mind. We've just mastered discretion. You really don't have any fruit from renewing your mind. You've just mastered how to, how to be private with your stuff. I'm looking for fruit. And there's a teaching out that says you don't have to have fruit. Lie. The lies they tell. You have to have fruit. Jesus cursed the whole tree because there wasn't no fruit on it. He said, now wait a minute. What's going on here? Let's curse this thing. Because you're not supposed to live without fruit. What is fruit? Joy. Peace. It ain't cars and houses. It's joy. It's peace. It's understanding. It's rest. It's being able to be content. Whether you do spring break on the island or do it downtown, you, 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 you enjoy yourself. Whether you go to the laundromat or got a wash and dry in your house, you enjoy yourself. But if we're always trying to get to the next thing, when I get this, I'll be okay. When I get the house, I'll be okay. Some of you don't, need, you don't even need a house. You won't even clean the apartment. You late on the rent every month, you don't need a house. But church has said everything's got to be big and not content. And I don't care if you're in a one-bedroom apartment with one toilet, refrigerator, and a stove. You thank God. Come on here. I'm not telling you don't, you can't get nothing bigger, but I'm saying why do you want something bigger? Who told you it had to be bigger? Who told you if it ain't big, it ain't God? I taught a whole series called When God Goes Small. Because we've got this thing mixed up. And people are living out here. We styling and profiling and, 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 and we're hurting. Because you can, you, can, you, can, you can shimmy me and style with me, but you're the one at home trying to go through them bills on the 15th. Yeah, that, that car shawl, but you're the one trying to figure out how to pay for it on the 13th. You're the one hiding in the neighbor's garage. You're the one. Come on here. Because you've not changed your thoughts. So here, here it is. Put it back on the screen. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Hey, my ways are not your ways. Hey, you've been going off of your thoughts and your ways. And how has that gotten you so far? Look, look at the next verse. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So if my thoughts are higher, exchange your thoughts. Get rid of yours and pick up mine. That's what parenting is. Parenting is you trying to get your children to exchange their thoughts. Son, that ain't the way. You 12, I'm 45, I know better. Take this thought, this'll get you further. And they said, no, I know more than you. No, I know how to do this, no. And you look at your kids and say, that's just crazy. And God is saying the same thing, that's just crazy. When I'm telling you, this is the way to do it. And you're telling me, no, God, I got this. 
because he's trying to father you. He's, he's a good father. And he says, no, 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 not that way. Don't do it that way. Wait. But I want to do it now. Not the time yet. I'm trying to set you up for something. When my pastor told me, he, he, says, he says, the Lord put on his heart to buy this lady a car. And this lady's at home needing a car. And she said, I'm going to go just get me a car. And her father said, the Lord said, not yet. Because you know you have a wheel, right? Uh -huh. she, he gave her his thought, not yet. She said, nope, I'm going to go with my thoughts. She went and bought the car. The next day, they called and said, hey, we um, going to buy you a car. Oh, I already went and got me one. See, because she went with her thought, now she got a five-year note. When they was going to give her a car. But see, you have a will. He's going to put before you. That's how I raise my children. I let them name the animals. Here's the wisdom. I think you should do this. These are my thoughts toward you. They are good thoughts. Thoughts of peace. Not to harm you. To give you the future that you want, son. But now you make the decision. God does the same thing with us. Here's my thoughts. You ain't ready for no husband. Just chill out for a minute. Let me finish making you a woman. I'm going to get you. I got you. Now, God, I want one right now. Okay, we're going to take them then. That's how he does. That ain't the job for you. I, mean, I, I, mean, I, I applied for a job and, and, and I knew, I knew this wasn't the job for me. But I took it because of the money. Let me help you. You never make decisions around money. But they were going to give me a $20,000 raise. That's all I heard. Because what I saw was I got this to pay, I got this to pay. That's going to help me out $20,000 and it's going to sound good as a testimony that they gave me a $20,000 raise because we do things to get in front of people to talk about. Stop all that line. And so I took the job, Pastor Jason, and I struggled with that job and, and, and I was trying to make it work and act like I knew what I didn't know. And I wasn't there but about maybe 40 days. And I would take the green line from Forest Park. Um, it's getting colder in here. I, I, I would take the green line from Forest Park all the way down to State and Lake, get off, walk to the job, go up on the 45th floor. And I did that one morning because I would get up at 5 in the morning. And I got all the way down there, walked in, got me a cup of coffee from the Dunkin' Donuts and go into my cubicle. And they said, um, Mr. Royal, come here for a second. I, I knew what that was. You know? <laughs> I said, I said, London, I, I think they finna fire me. <laughs> and sure enough, they called me in there. I said, man, this ain't working out. It, it wasn't about, and, and my own, so, you know, when you get fired, you gotta, you gotta act up a little bit. <laughs> Y'all had me come way down here. Y'all could have fired me yesterday. I'm getting trained out here. Who, who gonna give my train money back? Who gonna give my... Don't laugh. You done acted a fool somewhere too. 
you know, and then I had, this when I was immature. I was, oh, cause it's because I'm the only black man in the office, huh? I'm the only one black. That's why y'all getting rid of me. I, I, I know, I already know. Who gonna give me my train money back? I came way down here. And all the while, Shantae, they was packing up my desk. They packed it up. And I'm on the elevator. That's, that's a long ride down from the 40-something floor with that box in your hand. And that's, that's embarrassing. Everybody going to work, and I'm going back to the train with my box. It's a long ride home, Jack. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. He gave me his thought up front. This ain't the one. And I said, nope, I'm going to go with my thought. And you've been living on your thoughts and your ways and mad because God won't rescue you. That's what you chose. You picked her. You picked him. You picked the car. You picked the apartment. You picked the job. You testified about it. You put it on Facebook. Selfies. That was your decision. And you knew that wasn't the plan of God for you. Because he's ever mindful of us. He's committed to our success. He's always given us his thoughts. He'll even use people to give you his thoughts. Strangers to say something, you be like, Girl, what you say? I'd have had drunk folk tell me stuff. You know, drunk people tell the truth. Any of y'all ever been drunk and told somebody the truth? Yeah, just her. So, so out of all y'all, Gabby, the only one ever been drunk and told somebody the truth. Nobody else then got drunk. I see hands up in the balcony in the back. Okay, good. You ain't got to be afraid. We, we, all, we all working on some work and do something and come out of something. Stop acting like you left heaven to come to church today. It, yeah, you are saved. God loves you completely and you're going to go to heaven. But, 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 but you got some dents in your fender. And I ain't talking about uh, before you got saved either. Some of y'all done drank something since you've been saved and cussed somebody out since you've been saved. And, oh, y'all don't, oh, don't want to hear that. Okay, all right. So I'm the only one that acted a fool since I've been saved. Nobody else. I'm the only one. You ain't cussed somebody out since you've been saved? Nobody? You ain't, lo you ain't, you ain't been quoting John 3.16. You done cussed since you've been saved. Some of y'all have. Some of y'all cussed this morning. Don't play with me. This ain't that church. Don't play with me. Now, I don't cuss no more. At least not on Sunday, I don't cuss. Sundays and Wednesdays, I got to teach. I don't cuss on them days. I'm just, playing. I'm just messing with you. How do you begin to change your thoughts? Go to Proverbs. Come on, y'all. Stay with me here. Yeah. We're going we gonna to get, it's, it's called the PPP plan. What I said, Proverbs, go to Ecclesiastes. I'm sorry, five. No, it's called the PPP plan. Not the money y'all stole. I'm talking about a different plan. Somebody called and said, Pastor, 
pastor, they're trying to get me. They're trying to get me for this PPP stuff. Did you have the business you said you had? No, boy, they allowed to get you. You're about to pray to God. Because I'm sure somewhere in that process, his thought said, don't do that. And you said, no, that's a lot of money. I'm going to do it. I'm talking about the, what's our, what's our PPP plan? Come on, talk to me. Project, process, and promise. Write that down. Project, process, and promise. I'm the project. I'm under construction all year. I'm the project. I'm working on me. Come on, say, I'm working on me. Not my husband, not my children, not my boss. My boss get on my nerve. I'm working on her. No, on you. Because if your boss never change, I'm going to take it further. If your spouse never change, what you going to do if they never change? There are some things we are 27 years in that London still does and I still do that we don't like about each other. And I just kind of figured out it may not change. I don't get to trade her in for that, for, for, for somebody else. Because I don't feel the way no more. So you trade for another feeling. That's why I don't believe in falling in love. Ain't no such thing. If you can fall in, you can fall out. I just don't love her no more like I used to love her. Something had changed. Yeah, she's a human. She's going to change. Her nails going to grow. Her hair going to grow. Her attitude changed. She grow older. She got hormones. You got hormones. Yeah, you're going to change. That's why you said, I do. You said, I do to all of that. Stuff you didn't even know yet. You said, I do to it. When she came on that aisle, that was, that was present, past, and future coming down that aisle. And you said, I do to all of it. You said, I do to the better and the worse. You said it. The better and the worse. You said worse. Did you not say worse? And everybody worse is different. But I signed up for it. Oh, see, this is, this is different here. It's a whole different ball game now. This side kind of dipped. This side started looking on Facebook. This, yeah. You signed up for worse. And not just marriage, that's going to be worse in every relationship. It's going to, at some point, because we all have crazy, at some point we're going to do something crazy. But you don't understand, since that happened, I just can't trust them. God never told you to trust them. Show me in the Bible where God told us to trust people. I just don't trust them no more. That's fine. He didn't tell you to. He told you to love them. And love is patient, is kind, is long-suffering. Don't keep record of wrong. Don't go there with me. He said, trust me, love them. I just shipped the whole house, y'all. I don't agree with that. You ain't got to agree with it. I got the mic. You ain't got to agree with it. You show me where he told you to trust your spouse. We done built a lot of bad theology on that. He said, love them. The trust comes with the love, but he told you to love them. And, and things have happened that are legitimate. And you say, I, I feel how I feel. You get to feel how you feel. You're human. 
that's one thing I'll tell people. Stop that. You feel how you feel. You get to own that. I don't know how you were historically made. I don't know. So feel how you feel. Things hit us and trigger us, and we're like, wait a minute. Give me a second. I feel this way about that. You get to feel it. Why you feel like that? It don't matter. It don't matter why I feel like that. That's how I feel. I didn't create the feeling. It just case a natural emotion. But the Bible said, turn the other cheek. How about you stop slapping me? Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Come on. I have zero minutes. Can I have two minutes to finish this? Now, y'all, do y'all realize, Pastor Kelly, every week I get to the same place and stop? I ain't got to the next part yet. But it's good every week. Go to Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Ecclesiastes. And I'll finish on recap tonight at 7 o'clock. Last week, we didn't do recap. Here's why I didn't do recap. I was tired. Y'all thought it was going to say, the Lord told, no, I was tired. <laughs> Last week's service wore us out, Jack. And I said, oh, we're not going to recap tonight. We're not going to recap now. We're not going to recap. Enjoy your family. I'm going to recap tonight, though. Seven o'clock, I think. Okay, so please, that's chapter five. <laughs> Verse one. Message. Come on. Verse 1 message. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Come on. We got to go. It's 1158. We got to go. Okay. Watch your step when you enter God's house. I want to break that down too because we give a lot of attention to this building and, and, and not this building. See, because you won't smoke a cigarette in here, but you'll smoke one in here. You won't, you won't drink in here, but you'll drink in here. Our body is the temple. It says, watch your step into God's house. Look at the next line. Say it together. And... Okay, now wait a minute. The choir just sang so good and, and showed us how to be a choir. Ready? Say it. Enter to learn. One more time. Enter to learn. Enter to do what? Learn. You mean we come to church to learn? Yes. Who would have thunk that we come here to learn? I thought I came just to have a good time. I thought I came here so I can be elevated to chief deacon. And second in command, Usher. Yeah. Ain't nobody had time for all that. You can call me Reggie. You can call me Reginald. You can call me Mr. Royal. Oh, you, you ain't got to. Somebody say, hey, this is my chief apostle. No, I'm not. Your chief, nothing. There's an apostolic grace on my life. I ain't your chief, nothing. He's the chief cornerstone. I'm the under-shepherd. Yes, there's an apostolic grace in my life, but you, ain't, you don't care what you call me. It ain't going to take away from me being an apostle. But you ain't never heard me throw that around. Ever. Ever. You've never heard me throw it around. I don't have to throw it around. We do the work. 
you are fruit of my apostleship. The fruit in your lives, the teachings that we give, you applying them. I'm getting emails every day. People paying off stuff, people returning stuff, people marriages being fixed, people being healed. That's a fruit of what's happening in this house, of the teachings you're sitting up under. People don't even go to our church. I don't go there, but I be watching you. I love the teaching. Here's what I did last week. Pastor, I saw you posting them salads. I started eating salads. I lost three pounds. I went to the gym too last night. I don't do it for that reason, but I have to understand, eyes are always on me. Is is that brother here that saw me last week at the show? I went to the show, and I'm walking out the show, and he bumped into me and said, who? I said, hey, said Muhammad Ali. I said, no, no, she said. (laughs) He said, pastor. I said, hey, how you doing? I'm like, where you know me from? So I, go, I was in church this morning. I'm like, oh, okay. See, I got, I got to behave all the time, Jack. I was in line at the Jewel one time, and it was acting up in this line, and I had made up in my mind, okay, when I get to this front, I'm letting everybody up here have it. The bagger, the cashier, I'm letting them have it. And I'm moving up, and I'm getting my words ready. And I got right to the front of that line and turned and she said, hey, Pastor Reggie. I said, oh, man. I said, girl, I was finna cuss you all the way out. You think I learned by now, right? I was waiting for a flight or Southwest. That's why I don't like flying Southwest. Because everybody think they better than everybody on Southwest. Just because you got an 813 don't mean nothing. I got a C40. I ain't getting on for two hours later, but I'm still going to be on the same plane. And I'm in line. And I, I must have been in the wrong spot. You know, because I had the C40, but I got in with the B13s. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> And, and they, they make a fuss about that jacket. What, what's your ticket? I, yeah, yeah. I'm finna let this lady have it. You say, don't mind my ticket. This is my ticket. And this guy come from behind and grab me. Hey, pastor. I said, man, if you don't let me go. Because social media make you think you know people. And he kind of clicks it. Oh, I done grabbed this man in the public. I'm like, yeah, man, you done grabbed me. He bear hugged me. London almost knocked London. I'm like, wait a minute. But he he helped me because I was going to get that white woman in the line. But I'm better now. Tell your neighbor, say he better now. Say he's stronger and wiser now. So don't judge me by my past now, okay? Because y'all good at that. Y'all good at holding people's past to them. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm not who I was. Tell him, say, I'm not who I was. Tell him, say, you ain't going to keep me there either. Enter to learn. That's far better than mindless 
constantly offering a sacrifice. Oh my. Say, enter to learn. Say, he's out of time. But did y'all hear what I said today, though? Yeah. 